everyone and welcome to my podcast. I'm Sadhir Subramani and today I've chosen another passage from the book Jess, spelt J-E-S-S by my favourite author, Sir Henry Ryder Haggard. Before I proceed, I'd like to introduce you to Sir Ryder Haggard's works that had captured my imagination from a very young age. What is generally not known or acknowledged in my opinion is his ability to pinpoint human nature with all its frailties and that life is the final authority on the many dreams and aspirations of human beings. His novels have an exciting mix of romance and adventure combined with an insight of the emotions at play in a particular situation. He was that unique combination of a philosopher and a romantic. This is seen in all its clarity in many of his books, King Solomon's Mines and She, being among the most famous of his 58 novels. The background for most of his books is set in Africa, a continent that holds a host of mysteries and fascination for most of the world, and where I had the pleasure to spend a part of my adult life. A place where I had to unlearn a lot of things that we'd ingrained with while growing up, and had to learn new lessons that helped me understand human nature and its strengths and weaknesses. The passage that I've chosen today, as I've mentioned earlier, is from his book, Jess. The story takes place during the time of the First Boer War, fought between 1880 and 1881 in South Africa, and depicts the quintessential love triangle and the joys and sorrows arising thereof. Jess is full of beautifully written passages like this one, as well as many of the author's side comments on life and death, which denotes his highly penetrating and analytical mind, and therein lies my fascination. Day followed day in charming monotony, for whatever gay worldlings may think, monotony is as full of charm as a dreamy summer afternoon. Happy is a country that has no history, says the voice of wisdom, and the same remark may be made with even more truth of the individual. To get up in the morning, conscious of health and strength, to pursue the common round and daily task till evening comes, and finally to go to bed, pleasantly tired, and sleep the sleep of the just, is the true secret of happiness. Some people may think that the message in this passage only denotes a boring life, working from morning till evening and then going home to one's family, have a meal, maybe play with the children and go to bed. Those people are right. But let's look at it from another angle. There are many who don't have that luxury because luxury it is. Let's face it. Life has become a rat race, jumping from one job to another, always looking for better opportunities. Nothing wrong with that on the face of it, but we forget the stress that it causes, not only for ourselves, but also for our families. This in turn takes a toll on our mental and physical health. We experience fear and anxiety, which has a domino effect on others. The line Happy is the country that has no history, has more meaning than you think. History in this case refers to the burdens that we carry, 
Our fears and anxieties generally stem from personal experience and from the experiences of others. This works on our minds and reduces, or even in some cases nullifies, the good things that are happening to us at this very moment. You lose your sense of peace and tranquility. Fear and anxiety are both known killers. They kill slowly but surely. And unless we get over this, the chances of being happy are slowly and surely coming down. Imagine if you had no yesterday and no tomorrow. What would life be like then? You'd have no memory of what has already happened, nor would you know what is to come. You would only live for today, which at the end of the day is what life is really all about, isn't it? There is another breed of people who are constantly looking for excitement. What they forget is that excitement is short-lived, not to mention tiring at times, and has to be constantly updated. I say tiring because it is a never-ending search. Sometimes it turns into a sort of competition with your peers, a game of one-upmanship, as it were, like, look what I've done. I can tell you one thing. It's not as simple as updating your apps on Google Play Store. If you don't update your apps, you stand the risk of the app either becoming redundant or its inability to work with the latest version. The same thing happens to us, albeit in a different way. When you are unable to find something exciting, it leads to a sense of frustration. And this too takes a toll on yourself and your family. Life is simple, but not that simple. The question is, how do we get over all this? There are many who resort to being in a constantly inebriated state, or consuming enormous quantities of hallucinogens or drugs, to use a more common term trying to forget the past or trying to create some sort of excitement or a temporary utopia. This might work for a short time, but after the high comes down, they're back to their normal state, in this case, listless and depressed. The solution is the acceptance of what has happened. I won't say that this can be done just by saying abracadabra and poof, it's gone. No, not at all. Reason with it. What has happened, happened through your own mistakes or through the mistakes of others. Understand that. Learn from it. Treat it as a lesson and ensure that it doesn't happen again. When you do this, your mind is free and you will feel the burden lifted from your shoulders. Literally. You will heave a sigh of relief. In short, Get rid of your burden once and for all and flatly tell yourself to refuse to carry any more. Nothing is worth losing your peace and tranquility over. Happiness is all that matters during the short life of ours, so live it well. I will end by saying carpe diem, which means seize the day in Latin. My own translation is make the most of today. Thank you so much, everyone. I look forward to discussing Sir Ryder Haggard's books with you soon. Please do connect with me. Goodbye and God be with you.